Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest was my very first hip-hop battle competitor, a genuine soul who is always providing positive vibes, Big Sis. Hey, boo, how are you? Hi, yay, applause, stars, <laughs> I still want a rematch on that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, that was a great show, honestly. I had a blast. You can't yes. front. I had, listen, I had two of the worst cities ever, okay? No, you did not. Yes, I did. Nah. Memphis and Mississippi. Nah. Nah, I, I, who was in Memphis? Isn't that um David Banner? But that's North Carolina. Damn. No, that's not even him. That's Pete Pablo. See, look. Exactly. Exactly. Philly, there were no people. single people in Philly aside from Meek Mill and. But e. I had the opposite problem. All I had was groups. Like, I had, there was maybe like two or three single people. And then it's like a bunch of newer people. So it was like, I don't know this music. All the music mm-hmm. I knew. From Memphis and Mississippi was like Three Six Mafia, Juicy J, and then all the other the rappers I knew from fucking Philly were white rappers that nobody cared about, like Asher Roth. I'm like, do people know this song? I can't even play that. But that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's cool though. Philly was hard. Philly was hard. Well, you know, at least you didn't battle like New York. Could you imagine? I would have got eaten up and thrown to the side. <laughs> but I really wanted New Orleans. I was like, either let me get New Orleans or Miami. I was like, those two I could take. Yeah. And then, okay, I ain't getting either one. Of them. <laughs> 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 um, all right. So, Big Sis, we met actually through the battles. That was our first time, like, ever yes. really speaking, like, face to face. And yes. since then, we've, this was, this all happened during quarantine here. Big Sis is in Jersey. I'm in New York. And we were just stuck at home trying to entertain ourselves as best as possible. I think we did a pretty good job. I'm not even going to. We did bomb because I know everybody was watching it just to watch it. <laughs> we did good. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to start today's episode with a little this or that, and my listeners should know that Big Sis is a makeup artist, a trained makeup artist, and I wanted to talk today about skincare, makeup, you know, um, sun care. If anybody could see me right now, I am bronzed to the gods. Like I, I wish, so- I wish. <laughs> I'm over here looking like a white sheep. (laughs) (laughs) I have not been to the beach. I've been outside, but of course, I don't get something like that. But going outside, like, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to get where you're at right now. Like, yeah. I have not been playing this summer. I was like, okay, so I can't do anything. Best believe I'm going to be laying down on that beach. Just laying there. Mm -hmm. Six feet away from everybody else. I'm not really getting in the water, all that shit. No, I'm just absorbing all the vitamin d i can before we get the 10 months of winter that we get up here that's what i'll be doing all august i'm I'm be right there with you (laughs) um so again this is a this or that icebreaker kind of like makeup edition okay um so it's a couple of questions would you rather have perfect hair or perfect brows 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 right brows. you can look like a whole bum like <laughs> yep. your hair outfit but if your yep. brows are put together and if they're naturally your like you don't even have to really do much to them you just like fill mm-hmm. it in softly with a gel those mm-hmm. brows just look oh god any man with thick brows you just look mm-hmm. at him like you might be ugly but your brows and your eyelashes is those two things on certain <laughs> men you can look at them like damn you fine so can we talk about we used to know this guy right and we legit to this day we still call him bambi and that's because his eyelashes were so fucking long okay that you could see them from a mile away and it was just like how does this even make sense the best eyelashes be like on these like fine ass men like explain Mm-hmm. I have to mm-hmm. pay to get fucking extensions every, you know, every three weeks or whatever, and you're here just living your best life, not giving a fuck. But then I also heard your face it's with from Irish girls spray. using mascara at young ages. 
Get out. Really? So I, That's I heard why it that, doesn't like, grow? Using mascara younger, that from you literally curling it and getting them pulled when you wash it, that constant behavior thins your eyebrows out sooner than you should. So that's why you should start doing oh. castor oil and stuff on them at night to help refresh them and help them grow back in. Castor oil. Okay, I need yeah. to do that. I wear contacts, so, so I'll be having time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm all for that. So castor oil on your eyelashes can make them grow because I have like, my eyelashes are light. They're not like, my, my, my hair is not dark brown. So they're mm. not like dark against my skin. So it's mm. like you can't see them and I hate that. Shit, mine are black. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still like, I don't know what happened to them. Like, I, I, I really don't know what happened to them. And then they're, they're, they go this way. So mm -hmm. like- Oh yeah, they don't really curl. I have that problem but too. I get irritated easily and touch my eyes throughout the day. So mascara is always been a no-go. So whenever you see me with makeup on and something, I have on lashes. I can't just wear mascara by itself, period. Like, I can't ever right. do it because I touch my eye and then I'll be black all over my eye. And it's mm -hmm. horrible. Mm -hmm. but yeah, brows are very prominent to me. Okay. Um, so this one is, there's three options. Glossy lipstick, satin lipstick, or matte lipstick. Lipstick. Oh, I was thinking of lip gloss. Uh, I like matte lipsticks. I'm going matte. Let me just go my first, my first matte. I love Kat Von D matte lipsticks. Uh, who else is my favorite? Nyx has some really good matte ones. And who else? And Rihanna. Um, Fenty. Yeah, it's somewhere around here. I was about to pick up the wrong shit. <laughs> yeah, like literally those so far those I bomb. love and they stay in place. They don't give me that crusty inner lip, but whole shit where you know it's like mm -hmm. missing in the middle. Like none of that happens when I have those on. Um, yeah, so I'll, say I'll go with those three. The matte. I've been leaning more towards a satin lip. I was real big on mattes. And then, mm. I don't know, something just like hit me pushed me towards a satin lip. And I like the ColourPop ones. Mm -hmm. um, they have like a really nice nude one that I love. It's called like Uno Mas. And it's like, because okay. I'm, I'm, I like a like mauve kind of nude. I wish. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Me and moms, don't, they don't last all day on me. Like I'll look in the mirror and they just be like, mm-mm. Like I'll look at myself in the mirror like, mm-mm, take that off right now. But more but or less, that's how I feel about there, peach. Peach. Yeah. I can't really wear peach. Unless it's like a, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I can't even think of nothing that like, yeah. I have to do like really strong orange. I can't even go like in that in-between phase because mm -hmm. it's like, mm -mm. yeah. <laughs> but anything, I'll just go with uh, lip gloss. That's, that's the lip everyday gloss and a little bit of lip liner and you're good to go. Yes, you know, my favorite thing is Carmex and a lip liner. And what you got on? Carmex and a lip liner. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I got on. Literally, I just do that on. Um, okay, so let's go on to the next one. Never wear foundation again or never wear lipstick again? I. She's difficult. <laughs> Is I all right? I'd say uh, never wear lipstick again because there's, there's lip gloss, so you can always mm -hmm. go that route. Um, I don't know. See, I don't know. I'll be feeling like I sometimes I feel like I don't need foundation. Usually, I'll use a CC cream mm -hmm. versus real foundation just just because. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Like it's hard for me to stay because I'm thinking about like all right, if I'm going somewhere. See, growing facial hair make you look discolored. And I just feel like I look off. Right, So I just right. need something to cover it up. To even it out. Mm -hmm. So even right now I'm going to say no lipstick. And then once I get electrolysis, uh, no foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go I think, that route. I think for me, it's going to be also, well, no lipstick. Because if I live somewhere where I can have a tan all yes. year round, Yes. then I wouldn't mind the no foundation. I don't wear foundation in the summer because mm -hmm. I have a tan. It evens out my skin tone. When, mm -hmm. I, when I don't have a tan, you see the darkness, you see the discolorations, you see my blemishes, you see everything. And I'm not about that life. Yes, yes. Trust me, tans hide everything. That's why you see them old white women over there at the beach, 
baking like a rotisserie. <laughs> like a rotisserie. And literally, they turn up and they be like, hi. And they be all dry looking. Because, girl, they just been sitting out there for 12 hours baking without any protection. <laughs> so, like, okay. Uh, I am going to put my listeners on to something. I actually have been going to Orchard Beach. For, that's in New York? It's in the Bronx. Okay. Oh, um, okay. It doesn't have the best reputation, mm-hmm. but um, that's where I've been going. And it's basically like little Puerto Rico, right? Oh, um, so when I go, I go very early mm-hmm. and I, I leave early. So I get there like 11, 12, and then I'm gone by like three o'clock before, you know, all the night owls start heading to the beach to start yep. their shenanigans, right? Mm-hmm. So on Sunday, I went, and I was coming back on the bus. I had the whole experience. I came back, I went on the bus, came back on the bus with all of these older, like, Puerto Rican couples that are, like, they they probably do this every Sunday, and they've been doing this every Sunday for God knows how many years. And I was just, like, and I was laying there, and I was just, like, you see, that's going to be me. My husband is going to love the beach, like, (laughs) because this just showed me, like, I just turned 35, so I'm just, like, Am I never going to find anybody? <laughs> you will. Trust me, you, oh, girl. I go to a beach <laughs> out here in Jersey uh, called Sandy Hook. But mm. I go to a specific part of Sandy Hook, which is the new part, which is mm. called Gunnison Beach. Right. So literally, I go there. And when I tell you it's couples galore and like mm-hmm. older couples together mingling, it's very cautious because you don't know if they're trying to incorporate you in their sex life or if they're just right. really friendly, but it's very much a swinger vibe. And like you said, you got to get out of there before a specific time, because if you're there too late, then you might be a part of the nighttime festivities, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, you might have to remove yourself. But literally, I'm sitting there and I will watch these older couples who were butt-ass naked, in love with each other, just sitting back on the beach in their chairs, just watching everybody else walk past. And I'm like, that I is so it. beautiful. It's so I love beautiful. it. There was this one couple. They were like sitting all the way towards the back, right? And they just had like two chairs. He was like rubbing lotion on her back, and they were like in their sixties at least. Like they could have mm-hmm. been in their seventies because you know black don't crack, so we yes. don't know. But they were at least in their sixties, right? Um, and he's doing all that, putting the lotion on her, whatever. I go and I went to go get like us waters or whatever. I come back, they're lighting up some like joints or whatever. I'm like. This is the energy I want. Like, why can't I find just a love that'll take me to the beach on one, on Sunday? Do you know how cheap that is? <laughs> cheap as hell. So easy. <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother you half the time we did because it's gonna be too hot for me to want to talk to you. Right. <laughs> like, we can just sit here and chill, bro. Like, I don't even care. You can watch whatever you want to watch walk past us. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm good. I am chilling right now. Like I feel like this is the perfect situation for everybody involved. Like yes. I don't yes. understand what guys don't get, but whatever. Um I love summer, but let's get into our next segment because I feel like we broke the ice pretty well with that yes. icebreaker. Um so I wanted to talk about for the Eat Your Heart segment, which is basically where we talk about like diet trends and this, this, and that, if you haven't heard the pod before. Um, but this week we're going to talk about the skincare diet. As per Allure.com, this diet has nothing to do with cutting back on gluten, sugar, or dairy. In fact, food isn't even involved. Instead, the skincare diet is basically the anti-10-step routine. Um, so with the rise of all types of like essences, oils, primers, moisturizers, eye creams, serums, like it's so easy to fall into a trap of putting like a thousand things on Mm -hmm. your face, like every day Mm -hmm. you go to Sephora and you're like, okay, so what do I need for this? And they're going to be like, well, you need to use an essence and then a primer and then a serum and then a, (laughs) yes. And all the meanwhile, it's probably a bunch of shit on specific brands you don't even need. It's just like, oh, we're upselling you. Mm-hmm. But yes, you, it's, it's a lot of things in a routine. Because it's a mm-hmm. routine, it's a thousand fucking steps and items involved. And they're all but, expensive. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why you have to try things out, learn how they are, learn mm-hmm. what works for you, and then you adjust it so that it could work for you specifically. And you don't need all that. Like, who wants to constantly keep coming in every three months to buy an $89 nighttime cream? Like, 
Bitch, not me. Not me. <laughs> I'm not doing I did that. the whole like literally. I used to be in there preventing mm-hmm. people. From doing I did that. the whole like Ole Henriksen craze when that shit came out with the um the vitamin C, the orange brightening banana cream, and all of that. I bought mm-hmm. the whole thing, right? I loved it. My skin looked amazing, but I was like, I'm not spending another almost two hundred dollars in three months. Like, I'm not doing that. Like. It, yep. It's cool, like it's nice, and you should invest in yourself. But I'm pretty sure I can find other things that'll still make me look popping, and I don't have to do all of that. I don't need all the bells and whistles. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's literally like finding out what works for your skin and adjusting it mm-hmm. to make sense. Like you don't ever have to go with a whole bunch of high end brands to literally make your skin. And plus, your skin starts absorbing things and adjusting itself to reject mm-hmm. things probably after mm-hmm. eight months so if you're constantly using something after eight months your skin is gonna be like all right bitch i'm done with this i'm not using this anymore right. like <laughs> i'm not even going to show you any effects of this anymore mm-hmm. like get rid of it so sometimes you have to uh, like shock yes. your body add something in that's literally going to take it to another step so it's good to use steps and see what works for you and continue with that routine but just adjust in things mm-hmm. little by little like you don't have to blood everything right and then lathering putting too much things on your face too can cause irritation and then you won't even know where Mm -hmm. the irritation came from like it could be one ingredient from one thing but you just put 12 products on your face you have no idea what you reacted to and then sitting around like oh it broke me out oh it broke me out and it's like but what broke you out all of it no no there's no way (laughs) there's no way we don't know that that's why i tell people try things out See how it works. See how your skin feels. See if it's actually what you need. And also read up on the ingredient. Like some people that use, um, what is it? What is it? What is it? I forgot the fucking serum inside of it. But basically anything involving brightening mm-hmm. has to be paired with an SPF in the morning. Regardless. Right. Regardless. You have to pair it with an SPF in the morning. Why? Because the sun is going to brighten down its whatever on you. The lights we're under are going to burn mm-hmm. your skin as well. And so if you're not protected, it's going to just re-pigment the dark spots. And probably make them darker. So make them darker and probably add some more on because you're lightening the whole area and then it's just going to like re-pigment back on. So it's like people have to learn to literally read and understand everything. Don't go somewhere where you feel like somebody's going to sell you some shit that you don't need. Like take your time, read things still, and and little by little try things out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's how I always feel. Because I, I, I can't. I can't when people like, oh, I bought this, and then two days later, they're bringing it back to return it because they don't like it. I've just never been a person who has, who has time to go and return shit. So I know for a fact, if I buy something, I'm going to use it. And if it's not working, then I mm-hmm. get to return it. But, like, I would not like people to have to come out of their way to go return shit. Like, no, sis, I'm here to help you fully. So if you let me know what you need, we're going to work to see what works for you. And most of the time, if not, they continuously kept buying the same thing right right and that's and that's the best customer service actually to give and that's the best way to help people because upselling yeah that's cool but if i know you sold me something that worked for me the first time you sold it to me i'm gonna come back to you for other things as well and now you have like a client base that are just gonna come to you you know so the skincare (laughs) diet (laughs) yes Yes, the skincare diet. The skincare diet is basically, so it's the anti-10-step diet, which is like that Korean diet. I never, not the Korean diet, the Korean skincare routine. Have you ever done that? Routine, yeah. I've never mm-hmm. done it. I've never done yeah. 10. I think most most I've had in a routine probably was like four to right. five items morning right. and night. Ten, girl, 10 steps, you be there all night doing that shit. Because you know you have to wait for everything <laughs> to dry. <laughs> <laughs> yes like who has time then you gotta patch your face you're gonna be beat the hell up <laughs> tired carpal tunnel all types of shit going on because <laughs> you had to do a nighttime routine like if you are in need of real repair i guess it's a mm-hmm. great thing to do but like if you're just trying to maintain child tends that, that is a lot. lot that is a lot that's a lot of product <sighs> i don't even have time like and are you washing your hands after like i don't know it's just a lot it's a lot uh, <laughs> it's a lot. So the skin, this one says that all you need is face wash, a moisturizer, and an SPF. Mm-hmm. And I fucks with that. <laughs> I fucks with that for morning, right. but I'm like, yeah. what about night? I did say that as well. And 
as a 35 year old woman, I feel like I need an eye cream. <laughs> I need an eye cream in there. Yes. Yes. Because after 35, our collagen stops producing mm-hmm. as fast. So, you know, we have to start enhancing it and helping it out because it needs that kick, that push, mm-hmm. that extra little best friend that's going to perk it up and make it do what it needs to do. So, yes, eye creams are essential for 35 plus and nighttime repair creams are essential for 35 plus because it's not a fact that when we get older, us looking older and trying to fix it. It's the fact that we take care right. of our skin now so that as we get older, we don't have to uh-huh. go through all that excess Kim Kardashian nip tuck, pull your fucking face to your ass tightness shit. <laughs> so to avoid that, you literally just moisturize on a regular basis. But yes, the morning routine. Mm-hmm. My mom has been telling me since I was like in high school, moisturize your face. Mo- and not not no stupid ass moisture. No. Moist you would get me before it was just called Olay. It was oil of Olay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she would mm-hmm. get me oil of Olay, the little white bottle. And she'd be like, just put this on your face every morning after you wash your face. Okay. And I did. And it just became like, after a while, my skin was just like, I needed it. Like I, I, if I skipped the morning, I knew it all day and I felt uncomfortable. It's just like, once you get into mm. that routine. So like, even now, um, I alternate between my products, um, especially my face wash. It mm-hmm. doesn't, after a while, like you said, it just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I usually alternate between like a, um, a daily kind of like facial scrub kind of wash. It's, it's a gentle scrub. But then when that stops working, I have to get into like more of a creamier kind of wash. Is it a natural scrub? It's not natural. I know. It's terrible. It has beads? um no no it doesn't have it's not really i mean it has like little hard pieces of soap but it's not beads who makes it clean and clear fresh no stop using it on your skin um you're gonna go with a a a gentle exfoliator that is more Mm -hmm. natural based so like a product that actually can break down those beads tear holes in your skin Mm -hmm. so you don't see them right away but they they stretch our pores out. So things like that, stay away from. Those are good for your body, not okay. for your face. Um, so something exfoliated. Who has a like good exfoliate? Um, body shop. I went to them and found a cool uh natural exfoliator mm-hmm. from them. And other places. You can just, you know, read up on gentle exfoliators or exfoliators that have uh natural products in them. But anything with beads, beware anybody because you just don't want beads in your product because it sometimes could go hit or miss with your skin because you could be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, but I'm still breaking out. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's because it's enlarging your core mm. and allowing more things to pack inside of it. And then you break out from it not realizing that you could avoid the Right. Okay, large. no, that makes sense. So, yeah. I'm definitely going to try that. Um if my sister heard me, she would be like, I've been telling you this forever. My sister is huge <laughs> on making her own like body scrubs and she'll buy the oils and she does all of that. And she's, you know, that's, that's what she does. You know, she smells like incense all the time. No, for, shit, yes. Do it, girl. <laughs> but look, I tell people to stay away from shit like that and say eyes. Oh, no. Like, Saint I eyes, I don't do eyes and me to a dermatologist. And she was like, don't you dare use this Mm-mm. on your face. <laughs> It's like, like it's like Brillo. She was like, don't do this. Yes. She was like, you will tear your skin off. She was like, and what it is, if you're constantly exfoliating, you're not allowing the dermis to replenish itself. So like, all right, you have three layers of skin. The base part is what you want to nourish and be hydrated and fully functioning. The top layer is what we have right now. So that third layer will be present or available on the surface when you start exfoliating. Mm. So if you're exfoliating before that skin is fully repaired, then you're just going to bring it to the surface and then what's going to happen, the sun and everything else is going to damage it and it's just going to keep occurring over and over again. So that's why we have to do soft, gentle exfoliators that allow our skin to be nourished mm-hmm. right after, but also not do too much damage so that, you know, we got more shit to work with after we just bought all this stuff to take care of the problem. Right. So let me ask you, um, how do you feel about those mm-hmm. like facial scrubbers? Parasonic mm-hmm. blushes or like the, the or brushes the that, that motorize. I think okay. they're good. I think they're good. Uh, d- depending on the sensitivity of your skin should depend on how hard the mm-hmm. bristles are. So I think they're good though. I had one. I can't find it. But I had <laughs> one. 
And literally, I, I, I felt really good. Like, literally, it was very easy to just maneuver around the skin. Um, it doesn't feel like it's scraping your skin off. It just right. really feels like you're cleansing your skin. My thing is, like, just the, the upkeep of it. Like, you have to change the brush every three months. Um, it is waterproof, so it's cool to keep it in the bathroom. But I don't know. Somehow I just lose shit somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've always wanted one, but I was scared that it would be, like, very abrasive for my face. No. No, they have different set, um, heads. So, literally, you could get the head that's for sensitive skin. Okay. So, that literally, it's a softer bristle. and But it's not even, like, you won't even feel it, really, because you're not even supposed to press it on your face. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go in the motions with it. So, it just shakes, and then you just softly go. So, if you're rough, it'll feel Okay. Rough. All right. But so, it's, like, more like really a vibration won't. than an actual, like, yeah. scrubbing. Because yes. what it is, it's supposed to shake the pore open to extract anything out of it. Ah, okay. Yeah, this with yeah. the gems, I did not know any of this. Now I'm gonna be people are gonna talk to me at work, and they're gonna be like, "Do you know about this?" I'm gonna be like, "Yeah." So apparently, what you do <laughs> is that it's gonna vibrate, and then it's gonna shake the pores open, and that's why it's cleaner. Okay, trust yep. me. <laughs> yep. Like, like one of the best things I had. Where is it at? Don't know, but I will find it. If not, I just get another one. Um. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna get one. I, finally after like a thousand years of me saying that I was going to get one um but yeah so in the morning I do now just do like the face wash the moisturizer um depending on in the summer I usually just do like a coconut oil as a moisturizer um Mm -hmm. that's why I always look greasy as fuck but I don't care because it's summer (laughs) are you dry or, or are you normal or are you combination um I'm normal I don't have like Maybe. I don't have oily skin. I may be dry underneath my um underneath my eyes, so that's why I really if like. If you to put like shower, skin. wash your face, but don't like put anything on. How does your skin feel like throughout the day? Um, it doesn't get oily. It feels a little dehydrated, but it's not like cracking. Okay, so you just you're all right. Uh, so with your coconut oil, if you add a little bit of something to seal it in, because the coconut oil is not a sealant. It's more of just a, uh, it's not even a base, I would say. It's more of a topping. Mm-hmm. So it just sits on the surface. Okay. Like you could pat it in and rub it in, but it's not going to go into your pores mm-hmm. to hydrate your skin. Mm-hmm. So if you mix it with a moisturizer, even a lightweight, you know, like a set of fill type of thing, mm-hmm. something small and soft, and just that way you can do it and it'll steep in more. So what I have been doing is I'll put a, I'll put the coconut oil and then I'll put, I have the Neutrogena, um, Hydro Boost Gel with the SPF, and that's what I use as okay. my SPF. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. So, how often do you apply your SPF? Only in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Are you aware that you're supposed to apply SPF every three to four hours? How do you do that when you're outside with makeup on? It's a thing called spray. <laughs> So they have spray SPF uh-huh. and then they have powder SPF. This okay. one right here is my favorite one. It's from Peter Thomas Raw. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 45 powder and it has vitamins A, C, and E. This literally comes with a brush. So literally you just open it and touch up whatever and literally put it back in your purse and go about your day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of but that. Them, Supergoop, uh, and somebody else. So far, Supergoop is one of my favorites in terms of, like, travel SPF. Mm -hmm. But that one by Peter Thomas Roth was really, really good. Um, Because it also has a soft bronzeness to it. Right. It's not that white powdery shit. I was going to say, Flashback is a bitch. I don't have time for that. Yes, yes. But this one doesn't have that. It's more of a bronze color. Okay. So, um, but yeah, you put your main one on like you got. And then throughout the day, every three to four hours, especially if you're outside in the sun, Mm -hmm. just softly touch up a little bit. Even if you do a spray, because you know sprays are easy. Yeah. Whatever it just goes and it's in your like face, that mist. But yes. So you can literally just get one that you could throw in your purse and go. You don't even have to be the full size. Get you a travel size one, like like fifteen to twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit in your purse, and whenever you need it, just throw it on and keep keep going. Right. But okay. most people don't know you're supposed to reapply SDF. I I mean I knew that, but like not my face one because I just started putting on SPF like last year like you know like yes, my face has yes. been in the sun my whole life 
trust girl when i was learning all these things i was like what <laughs> i was like who got time to keep touching their face up every day they was like well if you get oily or sweaty don't you touch your face up? i was like oh that's smart but you can do it with a powder that's going to set it anyway uh-huh. that's smart too or right. you can spray it with a spray right i'm like all right so literally little things just to add up because i'm like it would make sense to do these things throughout the day it's it's logical it's it makes sense mm-hmm. but when you're just so used to one thing all the time it's like uh what are you talking about uh, exactly. <laughs> so this is actually exactly. perfect because it brings us into our next segment which is hard on my sleeve okay. which is where i want to talk about me and my craziness and just things that i go through and then also just things that i've learned and maybe give some tips so i wanted us we've already been giving tips and gems this whole episode um mm-hmm. but i wanted to talk about pre-tanning and post-tanning care because as we said i'm a whole bronze medal right now like i don't know what the fuck is going on with me um and i really just try to like pay attention to my skin clearly i haven't been doing that good of a job because this has been putting me on but i'm gonna do better right <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that's why i'm Trust here me, i can do better as well i can do better as well don't feel bad um do you have any tips for anybody either prepping to like be in the sun or after maybe they were in the sun a little bit too long yes uh for preparation um you should exfoliate the day before you plan on being involved in the sun mm. um that's just getting rid of the top layer of skin um avoiding that getting um uneven skin tan because you know you don't want to burn and if that skin is going to peel off anyway you might as well just exfoliate your body fully allow it to you know be moisturized after that way you're fully prepped for whatever you're going to do mm-hmm. um i always think that's the good way to to prep first of all even if you're going to do a spray tan you should always exfoliate the day before you do it just to get your body ready and then for aftercare moisturize like crazy <laughs> like make sure you moisturize mm-hmm. probably even an aloe vera gel even if you didn't get burned mm. just to soothe the skin and keep the skin intact it also help elongate your tan so that it doesn't fade away faster um spf touching up every few hours while you're in the sun because if, especially if you start sweating or if you're one of those people like me you just sweat from head to toe mm-hmm. literally once your sweat touches the spf you have on your body it's compromised so you have to just keep reapplying as much as you can mm-hmm. um to avoid getting burned because once you get burned then a whole other ball game <laughs> so ball game. i don't know if you can tell but like my nose is just natural not naturally but it is now naturally darker than the rest of my face because in 2017 i went to puerto rico and i fell asleep on the beach after an overnight flight and i got so burnt in that sun mm. that my nose was literally brown for a year like the rest of my skin faded but my nose was still like a reddish brown wow yeah that's crazy it was it was it was that's insane crazy. i was like i was nervous i was like oh my god like i was watching to see if like i got any like moles or like you know like it was crazy like i couldn't believe it but it ended up like it's fine it's it's just a little bit darker now <laughs> mm-hmm. well i got a big forehead so my forehead is always the, the brownest thing on my face mm-hmm. <laughs> so literally i'm just used to that section being brown and then everything else will be white as hell and it's just like so <laughs> i watched <laughs> um Aaliyah's face on youtube she's a makeup like artist or whatever and she mm-hmm. would say that when she would do her makeup in the summer she wouldn't put foundation on her forehead because you're already yeah you're already darker up there so you mm-hmm. don't have to put i just put some bronzer to blend it in mm-hmm. and other than that i don't touch that shit with because what i'm putting makeup up there for it's not gonna stop it it's still gonna be there <laughs> 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 like, nah mm-mm. exactly so literally just add some bronzer along the sides to blend that shit in so that it smoothly transitions right mm-hmm. and you don't need no foundation up there just keep doing your thing right so do you have any other like makeup tips for like summer Summertime. Minimal product as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I myself know makeup artists who literally go to the beach with a full face of makeup on and it disgusts me with every inch of my soul. Cause it's like, since you're not going there for the specific reason you're supposed to be going to the beach for, right. you're going there just to say I'm at the beach 
bitch, take that shit off your face, soak up the sun, and be happy. Like, I don't know. But CC creams, BB creams mm-hmm. are also a good way to uh, even up your skin tone, but not have on a full face of makeup. It's literally a moisturizer diluted. No, it's a foundation diluted with a moisturizer inside of it. Mm-hmm. CC creams are usually more coverage than BB creams. So it all depends on like which coverage you're looking for. So that's a good way to use if you want to tan, but also wear a little something, you know, just in case you run into a man of your dreams right. <laughs> in his red swimming trunks. Um, those things are good. Gels, like uh, what do you call it? a brow gel is a good way to go versus using a pencil and filling in your brows mm-hmm. because that would adhere to the hair and stay on longer. Um, you could use mascara, but like I said, if you like me and you sweat even on your eyelids and shit, yeah. That's not smart to do because it's just going to act for it to start going every which way unless it's one of them foolproof, like, dry to your skin mascaras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't, like, other than that, I would say stay away from mascara, but lip gloss, of course, and also probably get a lip gloss that has an SPF inside of it. Right. That way you can protect your lips as well because if you're going to put lip gloss on your lips in the sun, you're asking to get them burned. <laughs> like green. Walk around here. Looking like ab soul and shit. <laughs> trying to figure out what's wrong with your lips. Like, no. So I, I say literally just get stuff with like SPF in it softly. And just adjust. But I mean, if you want to be a person with no makeup on at the beach, mm-hmm. just throw some lashes on, girl, and a hat. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't have lashes, buy some popping shades. Nobody has to see your eyes. Yep. You're at yep. the beach. You'll be okay. Just have some. I think like most men want to see you at the beach without makeup on. Shit. That's what they expect. If I feel mm-hmm. like, and this is a whole nother topic, but like I feel like you would get judged if you were at the beach. Like, if a guy sees you at the beach, head to toe, like full beat, contour, all that, he's just gonna be like, first of all, sis, you look hot. Like, can you breathe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too much. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Even in the summer, not even just going to the beach, just in the summer period, I don't wear a lot of makeup. Um, I'll put on like concealer to hide my bags underneath my eyes. Um, and that's basically it. And I keep it pushing and mascara. But that's all I really tell people to do that in a powder foundation if they want to just do something lightweight right. just to keep it on their face. But other than that, I, I never, I've never been an advocate for, oh, wear all this makeup to, to outside in the summertime. Like I just had a client the other day. And I went with something lightweight so that I know for a fact she was going to be outside in the mm-hmm. backyard, like with people. I'm going to make sure that this shit is going to stay on your face. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sweat it out, but it's not going to be heavy. It's going to look and appear natural, like mm-hmm. for everyone around you. It's not going to look like, oh, well, damn, she got all this makeup on her. No. Right. <laughs> you won't even say that about her. Right. So I, I, I just know for a fact I sweat too much for shit. So so do I. I don't have time. I yeah, sweat I a sweat lot. Literally from here down. <laughs> Same. And it could just I literally I could just be sitting in the house doing nothing and it will just start occurring. <laughs> and it'd be like, what the fuck did I do? Uh-uh. So I'm very much, you know, there's no need to overdo it. Let your skin breathe. Let it get the sun. And relax, child. Like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't let your skin breathe, you really you need to wear masks. Yeah. And that's another thing with with this whole like having to wear mask. I am not wearing makeup to then have it all over the mask and then I have to put the mask back. On. I'm not doing all of that. That's why I haven't been wearing like lip gloss, any of that. How do you think I felt when I had to go get my driver's license over <laughs> two days in a row at four o'clock in the morning? Because I was like, if I'm gonna take this picture, I'm gonna look cute in this bitch. And had to literally have a mask on. And it was just like, oh, the mask don't fuck up anything you try to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if you, it, does, so, it doesn't even matter. There's no mm-hmm. transfer-proof makeup. Like, it's, if that's so close to your face, so it's going to come off. Point blank, period. Um, yep. So it's a lot. Um, what would you say is a good natural makeup tip for, like, all skin tones? So, like, I know we said we just use, like, concealer um, and, like, you said, like, a powder foundation, uh, mascara I would if I'm trying to do like a low natural kind of but still beat I'll throw in bronzer and blush I'm a, I'm I'm a big mm-hmm. blush girl you like your two in one or you like your one I like my one so I'll use my bron- okay. my bronzer 
itself has kind of like a red undertone because like I just that's my kind of undertone anyway um mm -hmm. so my bronzer has that and then I'll use like a more pinky on my cheek okay I've I've I used to be a blush lover but I don't know as, as time has gone on more or less I use my highlighter as my blush mm. I just I don't know me and blush just fell out of love with each other but uh, for bronzer, I use a, a foundation powder from Sephora. Okay. So it's just, it's more natural looking mm -hmm. hue. Because every time we, I tried to find a bronzer, it just, it wouldn't be too dark enough or it would just be gray. And it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right. So I actually had one of my listeners, um, she DM'd me and she, you know, she knows like I like to do makeup and whatever. And, and she likes that. I, I have a lot of people tell me that they like that. I do like a natural kind of beat. Like I don't do, I usually try not to do the most. I went through my little phase where it was like, I was doing all of these like crazy, you know, contours, sculpting and eyeshadow looks and all of that. But like, I don't have time for that anymore. And I just really just want to look pretty without having to do the most, even though it still takes me like an hour, hour and a half, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, mm -hmm. And she was like, what kind, she wanted to know how to contour on darker skin. And she wanted to know what to use that wasn't so expensive. Did you have any tips for her? It depends on what she considers darker skin. Mm -hmm. Like if she's saying like milk chocolate darker mm -hmm. skin, or is she saying like dark chocolate? Like is she talking about uh, the guy from Get Out versus Gabrielle Union like that's because if it's extreme right. chocolate right then you're gonna go with the reverse contour which you know is like use their natural uh skin color as the sculpting mm -hmm. and then softly use a concealer underneath to lighten the area that you want to highlight right um that's the easiest way I love Black Radiance which is a brand that's not that expensive I think you can find it in Target mm -hmm. or maybe just look online um Juvia's Place has some good stuff that you can use for the darker skin girls. Uh, Fenty, of course, mm -hmm. she just, you know, she's Slaves. got everything for everybody, mm -hmm. no matter what you need. Uh, so literally, that's always the way to go. But it depends on your, your pocket range and what you're looking to do. But if, if the person is extremely chocolate, always go on reverse in terms of contouring. Um, and a little is a lot. You don't need a lot. You don't need to redo their face structure. You're just softly adding in mm -hmm. to give, you know, to depending enhance. on what this occasion is. Yeah, to enhance their cheekbones, their under eyes and stuff like that. Um, just making it work for them. So, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That part is really hard to not see the person. But right. yeah, there's a few different brands that you don't have to spend $100. Mm -hmm. to get it together elf also elf, elf is one of my favorite brands period i'm and big most of my clients don't even know i'm looking for like low not lower end but just lower priced brands because lower you, price with the same quality the same quality um like i said ColourPop, the lipsticks that i like they're only like five dollars like each mm -hmm. you know so it's like you can you can be inventive with your stuff you're more inclined to buy like a blue lipstick if it's five dollars as opposed to 32 dollars you know so exactly. like you can find what works for you especially when you're just starting out with makeup and things like that don't go and spend 70 dollars on a primer don't do that <laughs> mm -hmm. especially if you don't even know what kind of skin you have or how your makeup lasts on your skin it's like oh somebody told me to get this so i got it girl and why Right. Do you even know how to put a primer on? <laughs> Do like, you know what order you're people, supposed to put it on in? Just put primer on all hard and shit. Like, no, sis, lay it against your skin. It's supposed to be a barrier, bro. Like, <laughs> why are you rubbing so Pat. hard? Pat. Yes, pat it on. Lay oh it God. where it's supposed to stay. When I see people, like, rub their face all aggressively and, like, using the back of their hands and all that, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, please, just, like, lightly. Just lightly touch your face because mm -hmm. your skin on your face is so like it's thinner than anywhere else. So it's like it can just get all the way messed up. Yes. And don't put moisturizer underneath your eye. Mm. Most people don't know that. Most people think, you know, I could just do that and they could, you know, whatever, whatever. Should not put moisturizer underneath your eye. It can cause milia. And milia is the overproduction of moisture in the area under the skin 
that piles up into a bead. Mm-hmm. So if you ever look at the older women who have like the bead or look like a pimple that's not on the surface of the skin. They look like eye. little white balls almost. Yeah, it's literally milia because it's just, it's, it's stuck in the pore in that skin and it can't come up because it's just packed in with whatever they put there for so long. So it's like avoid that at all costs. Eye creams are made specifically for a reason. You don't mm-hmm. have to get a $100 one. You can get you a $25 one and literally just use it and add in as you need it. Or even a serum because serums for eyes mm-hmm. are just as good as eye creams. And they're, but, they're yeah, not as heavy. Not as heavy mm-hmm. at all. And it also helps even more with your, your, what you call it, concealer under your eye because you don't have to put so much concealer under your eye if you're hydrating your eye mm-hmm. and taking care of your under eye on a daily basis that is true that is true and i did yeah. like the ole henriksen brightening eye cream i will say that but it's like i didn't want to spend 50 dollars for something that was the size of a quarter <laughs> it really hurt my soul yeah, that's what it really like mm, I, I get you when it comes to that because that estee lauder one i like i think it was 60 dollars, but mm-hmm. it's not that big but it's still good size and i was still like do i want this Right, <laughs> like, right. But then I tried the Clinique one, and child backfired. Like really, stinging it stung me under my like it was. I don't know if it was just too strong right. or something, but it was one with peptides in it, and they're supposed to be good for your under eye because it's supposed to wake up the skin mm-hmm. and avoid darkness. Backfire like a mm, yeah, mm, it's really hit or miss. Backfire like a Honda <laughs> in the Bronx <laughs> at Orchard Beach. <laughs> Yes, yes. Like, I was like, what the hell? So literally, I had to remove myself from using that. But like you said, even what you said, you started using less makeup in the summertime because you don't feel like going through all that. It also goes against you taking care of your skin. So you're not going to do all this prepping your skin and taking care of your skin and spending money on skincare when you're just going to ravage it with a whole bunch of makeup and then make you have to do more work. So it's like, Save yourself a headache and take care of your skin on one side so that you don't have to do as much work on the mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. Because the, at the end of the day, the the best part of a makeup beat is a clear base and a clear foundation, you know? So it's like, yes. if you don't have to use so much product to get to that base, then you're just going to look more natural. You're going to look more radiant. It's just going to look better in the long run. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what chicks be grabbing pictures and like I want to look like this. Mm-hmm. So says, do you get facials every other week? Right. Do you take care of your skin like mm-hmm. you're supposed to? Like the person. In the do you picture? drink water? No. No. <laughs> Hell no. So it's just like no. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna have to make it work like this on you. Mm-hmm. And then most of the people understand as you go. But like, yes, I get people that say, "Oh, they want the natural look," and it's like, okay, we can go for a natural look. But don't think you're going to turn out looking like this right. if we're going for a natural look. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not natural. I can tell you each and every product they got on is <laughs> more than three, so it's not natural. But that's <laughs> like, another thing. To... That is another thing. And yeah. that, I love, I love these segues, sis, because you are really just bringing us into each segment, right? So my rant for this week is I wanted to talk about how people bash the whole makeup wearing experience, right? Um, mm-hmm. during quarantine, well, before quarantine, let's say, you would always see these memes and it's like, oh, name a woman who who doesn't have fake lashes, foundation, a wig, blah, blah, blah. I bet you can't name one, right? You've seen all these things floating around. And then it's like, why do we have to bash people for just wanting to look nice? Like, I, not even to say just nice, but just wanting to make themselves feel a little bit better, a little bit more presentable. And I would think during quarantine, um, certain people would just be a little bit more humbled because they were looking a hot ass mess when the barbershops were closed. Mm. Nobody was talking about, oh, these guys, they don't have haircuts. They're looking like wild. They, <laughs> you're confusing them with the bums on the street. We don't know what's going on. Everybody's just chilling in the house with either a hat or a do-rag. Since when you just in the crib with a hat on? A whole ass fitted. Never. But it's because you know you look like shit. But you want to come at women who want to put on a wig because what? Why? It's like you're hiding everything underneath that fitted, bruh. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
because you forgot the main one. I thought you were going to hit the main one thing. Tell me, like, tell me, sis. Tell me, they sis. Tell me, They let their hair grow in, and we see it where they real hairline start at. So it's like, um, mm-hmm. you back there, all the way back there, like, um, you got what to say about who, about right. what? Right, you That like, little. You the fuck out of here with that Beijing, <laughs> with that Beijing <laughs> beard. You don't get the fuck out of here. Those, like, yeah. yes, yes. Men, li- well, I was going to say, it's because men don't like women, but um, I, mean, I didn't mean it. Is in terms that they're like sexually attracted <laughs> to them. I mean, they just have a problem with women and femininity and women expressing it and the way they go about it. Because most men think a woman wakes up drip dry and turns out a specific way, right. and it's like, nah, bro. Even your mother used to do things in the bathroom when you weren't even aware that she would do to touch herself up to make herself feel like she was presentable. To be able to take care of the world exactly. and attack it how she needs to do. Exactly. So it's like you can't dictate how she's gonna look, what she's gonna look like, what she's gonna do. But yes, it's very much a double standard that these dudes out here talking all big shit. When it's like, uh, have you seen the patches in your beard? Have you seen where your hairline starts? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen your you dusty like nails, your dusty hands? Like, get exactly. out of here, sir. Get out of First here. of all, most of them don't even exfoliate. So you can see all the dead skin on their face. Thank you. Like, no. The only time they wash their face is when the barber put that hot towel around <laughs> their fucking shit. Like, no. We Irish spring-ass face. The, Irish spring-ass face. The same stuff you use to wash your eyes, you use to wash your face. Like, don't even try it, young man. Like, uh-uh. Hell no. That's another, another pet peeve of mine when it comes to men. Like, men that have no... I don't even know the word, like a routine period. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even mean to be high maintenance, but a man that takes care of his Some type of self-care. Body, Basically just self-care. Something. Something. He can have just one moisturizer and he just use it on a daily basis. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But don't tell me the same hand, hand lotion using the jerk off with is the same one you're going to use on your face <laughs> in the morning. Like, no, it's not going to add up. <laughs> That's kind of disgusting. for men to sit there and... They, they do it! Oh, they do it. They do it. <laughs> That Nivea, that Nivea hand lotion. The, the blue pump. bottle? Yes, the one with the pump. Don't think they not. Trust me, you go in any man house and you see that shit sitting next to their they bed, it was used for that and it was used for the morning time to put on their face to walk out the door. Ew. Oh my God, I'll never look yes. at that shit the same because I probably definitely had like pumped it a few times. Like, let me just lotion up real quick before yes, I leave yes. this And not even thinking like, this nigga was over here. <laughs> Slathering up everything on the but literally was it there and trying to dictate to a woman whether she should have on a wig, whether she should have on lashes, whether mm-hmm. she should have on makeup. Mm-hmm. It's none of your business. But like, then also, like- all of these women that they're quote unquote like praising for not having makeup on probably spent at least an hour to an hour and a half doing some type of shit to their face. Boom. Because it's it's hilarious to me how like sometimes I'll get DMs and they're like, I love me a natural girl. And I'm like, I have concealer, I have foundation. I actually like highlighted my freckles with my eyebrow pencil. Um, I have uh I have lines on my lips, like I, my eyebrows are done, I have lashes, you just can't tell because they're the natural ones. So you just think I just curled my shit. It's like, sir, what are you saying right now? But it's just just because they want to try to make you feel better than the next woman. And that's the shit I can't stand. And let me tell you what's even worse than a man who does that. It's another woman who feeds into that. When I see Mm -hmm. these memes on Instagram and I see the woman like, oh, yeah, me, I don't need none of that shit. That shit is very, you have to have um, low confidence in order to do that. First of all, honey. Okay, <laughs> putting on a full beat of makeup does not make you have low self-esteem. That They do not go hand Ooh. in hand. They do not coincide. Just like you looking like a, I don't know what, because you haven't Alligator. washed your face. Right, like you haven't <laughs> washed your face in three years. You don't mm-hmm. have high self-esteem. Like, because if you did, you would probably take more care of yourself. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I, I've dealt with it from men, from women, mm-hmm. but women, it, it, it baffled me even more because mm-hmm. I would be in a makeup store where I didn't want to wear makeup every day. Right. I used to be the one that used to argue with them about why do I have to wear makeup every day if this is a skincare slash mm-hmm. makeup store. Right. Like I should be able to dictate to people like, okay, I can come in here with no makeup on because I'm comfortable with that or I can come in here with a full beat on. 
All depends mm-hmm. on how I feel that day. Mm-hmm. I digress. That's a different story. <laughs> but for women to point me out and say, oh, well, I, I want to, you know, I want a little bit, I don't want to wear a, as much makeup as you have on. First of all, I don't have that much makeup on, sis. Like, right. I, I usually have to literally tell women, like, I could take my finger and wipe this off. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. You talking about a bunch of makeup? That sounds like layers and layers and layers. I don't use concealer underneath my foundation to cover up shit on my face. I just use the foundation or CC cream. Exactly. I use the concealer under my eye to softly beat out so I can brighten the center of my face. Mm -hmm. I don't barely touch my forehead. So I'm like, for you to tell me things like that, I look at people like, how do you sound? Oh, I'm natural. You look natural. (laughs) (laughs) You look natural as fuck. Your ass look like you've been up. You look night. like you've been up. Yeah, you look like you worked all day. Bald man. <laughs> yes. Chase after that natural ass bald man of yours. With the Yankee <laughs> fitted holding on to his hairline. Like Exactly. Like, no, no. So I I never understand it. And I, I dictate to people like you can't like I wake up every morning and look at myself in the mirror. I know what I look like. Mm-hmm. I see my face. Mm-hmm. I can walk around with no problem. I'm not that person that has to like, oh, I have to put on makeup. Oh, I have to do on this. I could give two shits. Right. Like literally walk outside, just woke up and not care. And guess what? I would be in somebody's face. I pulled more men with no makeup on, looking crazy as shit, walking to the corner store than I have getting actually all dressed up to meet somebody. So it's like, uh, all that means nothing to me. Right. I can do either or. Well, bash. Yes, exactly. Get you somebody that can do both. Yeah. I can. Hello. (laughs) Hello. And it's like, also, can we talk about how makeup is an art? That shit is not easy. You can put 10 people in a room with the same products, the same brushes, the same lighting, this even the same model. Let's say you had 10 people do the makeup on the same model. It would all be different. It would all be different because yeah. you're, everyone is looking at things differently. Maybe someone isn't doing things in the right order. Maybe someone isn't using the right shape or technique. Like Ooh, all of yeah. that, all of that, <laughs> yeah. that Instagram makeup doesn't work for everybody. Okay. It does not. It does not. <laughs> and that's then you also have, have the people who do their makeup one way and then try to replicate it on someone else's face. That. And then you have that person walking around here looking crazy as fuck mm-hmm. because your face is your face and what works on your face may not work on theirs. So you mm-hmm. have to adjust it accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to understand when there is a makeup artist and a makeup enthusiast. Mm-hmm. So somebody that just loves makeup and I'm going to try it on. I'm going to let you guys know how it works for me. Right. Versus, oh, I'm going to put it on somebody else and now that shit don't work and it don't look the same because Mm -hmm. I just put a whole bunch of shit on their face for no reason. Right. And also, when thinking of, like, versus makeup artists versus makeup enthusiasts, you also have to think about what type of makeup that person likes. Because Mm -hmm. a makeup artist will do the makeup you like, not the makeup they like. And um, I've had a couple of clients tell me, because I do makeup on the side, I'm no, like, certified thing or whatever but you know i have my little setup in the crib right i'm a little setup Mm -hmm. in the crib i have people come through before covid i would have people come through and i would do their makeup and i've had people tell me like i like coming to you because you do my makeup the way i want it done they would go other places and they would just try to tell them no you have to do it like this this is what's in this is what's gonna look that don't work for everybody no, it does not. And the customer has to wear it. They have to feel comfortable. So if you're not mm-hmm. collaborating with them to make something that they feel comfortable in, mm-hmm. you're literally just saying, oh, I want to do it this way. So you're going to get it this way. Right. Like, no, I, ta- I over talk people in terms of like making sure like, okay, do you like this? Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Give them a mirror. Every time I finish a section, okay, look at this now. Look at this now. Right. Because guess what? You have to walk around all day with that on. Right. I'm, I'm not going to like leave a clown. you. you Exactly, and then I'll leave you and turn around. You'll be like, oh, I didn't like the way he did my makeup. Hold up. Then what you're I not going to sure do. <laughs> each point that you like everything before we did anything. Mm-hmm. So I know for a fact I'm not going to leave you letting you look busted, but don't tell me like, oh, I want this, I want that, I do it, and then all of a sudden, if I feel by your body language and everything, you're not 100% happy, mm-hmm. then I know for a fact we need to adjust some things. Right. But also, it's a process. So some people think, like doing things, it's just like, oh, it don't look right already. It's like because I did your eyebrows this. Like, right. let me sculpt the rest of your face so that everything can make sense. Like, can we talk <laughs> about you could do a whole make, like an eye look, smoky eye, all of that. 
and you will look like a naked mole rat until you put some lashes on. Once you put yes. those lashes on, it all yes. comes together. Yeah, even with people asking for that dumb shit, like, oh, can you just do my eyes? So you're going to walk around with no foundation on <laughs> with just your eyes? Like, do you hear what you just asked me to do to you? Do you know how dumb no, you going to look? Not going to Not going to match. And I used to be like, no, like, I'm not putting lashes on you. You're not coming all the way to me for me to put lashes on you for you to walk out my door. Like, no, go home. Don't come over here. Turn on or sit your ass in the mirror. If you wanted lashes, right, if you wanted lashes, like, you can figure it out on YouTube. I'll send you some mm-hmm. videos <laughs> right here. Maybe yeah. follow, I'll give you some names yeah. to follow so you can figure and it I out. I just really look at people like, girl, if you don't, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> No, but it's really an artist-based profession, and like, because now you see everybody's a makeup artist now. Everybody popping up and coming to my IG face mm-hmm. for thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and it's like, girl, you have to you have to be careful um, who you go you to, have to do be your makeup. Extremely careful. Like, I built a client base. Mm-hmm. I have people specifically that contact me. I have a girl who lives down the street. Every other month, she contacted me to come to her, to do, and literally, we're at the point now where she trusts me to be able to do what I want to do on her. Right. It's not, oh, I want to look like this, or oh, you show me your outfit you're going to wear, and we're going to adjust the makeup to make it work with the outfit. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing. You have to have a whole vibe. Like, the makeup mm-hmm. vibe that you're giving, whether it's soft, whether it's sultry, whatever the case may be, it has to match everything else. You know, like you mm-hmm. can't just, that's why it's not a one-stop shop when it comes to makeup. Like it's really, when they say a consultation, they mean a consultation. Like we want to know, we have to know what type of skin you have. We have to know what um, what color outfit you're wearing. We have to know if you're allergic to anything. It's so much stuff that comes, that goes into it. And each step kind of like depends on what happened before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I just, I, girl, girl, I, after a while, I just be like, you can go to somebody else. <laughs> oh, I'll send you a name and you can contact this person. Because if it becomes such a hassle that you're trying to dictate to me what my price should be for you, but you want the full service, no. Right. No. Well, that, and then there's that. Nah. Yeah, you, you're not going to get all this from me because I have to go through all this background information for you to make mm-hmm. sure I'm doing what I need for you. But then you to tell me like, oh well, you know, could you come down five dollars? What? What? Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. also what? people tipping is a thing. Just an FYI. Tipping is a yeah. thing. I I generally put it into my price so I don't have to think about it right. at all. But if you feel like doing it afterwards, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so because I'm like, you know, at least I know for a fact I got my money I need plus whatever I need for travel is all incorporated and done. Right. But here's but, how I see it. When you go to the nail salon, when you go to the hair salon, you tip. You pay how much Generally, if I'm happy. Right. I mean, if, I'm happy. if you're happy. <laughs> if you're happy. But if, if it's happy. a client that keeps on coming to you or, like, has come to you before, clearly they like you. Like, you know, tip your mm. your, your freelance makeup artist out here, guys. Yes. Just a little tip PSA. Them. <laughs> tip them. And also, uh, what you call it? Uh, voice to share, people that they right. helped, that did it for you yeah share mm-hmm. post a picture tag them because mm-hmm. a lot of y'all shady o's really won't tag people in the work that they've because done because everybody like, wants like exclusivity like this is my makeup artist i'm sorry but I, you're not cardi b like what what is exactly. me being your makeup artist gonna do for me <laughs> nothing because you don't have me on retainer <laughs> unless you got me on retainer sis and i know for a fact i i got you for the rest of the month right don't sit there and try to bag me as oh i'm yours and like mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. we don't have time nope all we right don't have time at so, all so this was a great episode we took we covered a lot of shit like <laughs> we did we did a um, lot of stuff tell my listeners where they can find you you can find me on Instagram as big sis s i s underscore energy. Um, shit, you can also find me on Instagram <laughs> under my makeup page on crazy c r a y z in makeup on Instagram. Um, so either one of those, you can find me and contact me if you need me for anything. I will be coming out with a podcast soon. So big things are going on. 
And yeah, catch me on my lives. I'll be doing randomly, mm -hmm. you know, just having fun. This is out here. We're still in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm out here randomly. On, on live. Random <laughs> I'm yes, out here on live. live. You might catch me on a protest, or you might catch me doing a, a battle, or you might catch me just. Movie drunk. night. <laughs> or movie too. night. Mm -hmm. Like literally everything you can think of, I am encompassing right now. But yes, so those are the platforms you can find me on. I can't think of another message you can find me on. Well, everything will be linked down below. Everything will be linked down below. All of this is information. And just like she said, share. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the Do I Look Fat podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Fine and Thick Pod, or my personal page, underscore Steffi Kiss, S T E P Y. H wait S T E P H Y K I S S. <laughs> it get hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Thank you so much, sis, for coming. This was a great episode. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is great. Yay. Yes, you did great. That was great. It was